Why? That's the big question right now. Why was a man with previous terrible assaults on his record allowed out on a day pass from a forensic psychiatric facility? Well, that man is alleged to have stabbed three people at the Lights Up Chinatown Festival organized by the Vancouver Chinatown Foundation. Now, in a few minutes, we're going to talk about the issue of the release. But right now, we're going to talk about the impact this is having on the community. This was a festival that was trying to restore, revive, spotlight Chinatown. I mean, two days outdoors with live performances, food trucks, family activities in a neighborhood that really needs that boost these days. Now, yesterday, Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim spoke with Jazz Johal and had this to say. It was an incredible celebration. It was so great to see. And then you have the incident where three innocent bystanders are violently assaulted. It's heartbreaking and uh, the trauma. I can only imagine how significant it will be for a long time. And not just with them, but the community. That is Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim talking about the horrible situation that unfolded in Chinatown night before last. And for the community, it is devastating. Our next guest was actually on stage performing when these violent assaults happened. Christina Lau is an artist advocate from Hong Kong who joins us now. Christina, thank you for being here. Hi, good morning, Joe-san. Nice to be here. Now tell me about your performance here. I wanted to start with that too, because it was important for you to be at this festival, wasn't it? It really was for me. It meant so much to me to be invited. Um, I spend half of my time in a lot of advocacy work and I produce festivals as well myself. So knowing the Chinatown community um, and being in and around that area has been really important to me for years, um, ever since I moved from Hong Kong and uh, most recently from London. And so did you feel like this festival was important for the community, that it was making a difference? Absolutely. I think what a lot of people forget is that uh, there are two days that you see and then there's there's years of work um, and that happens. So bringing together and tying together a community culminates in those two days. But all of the work and all of the collaboration between businesses, getting together kind of the food trucks and the musical performances, um, it really is a tapestry of, of community members that make this happen. So the audience gets to enjoy these two days of really vibrant celebration, um, but it's a year-round, it's a year-round thing, and it's um, light up Chinatown's been on my mind and in my heart for since it started last year. What was the crowd like on Sunday when you were performing? <laughs> the crowd was amazing. I think um, I've played a lot of shows now in my life, and uh, it, they were they were very fixated. I think I would have to say that you know it's a fine. It was a closing show, which is like a great honor. Um, and uh, and I, there were people dancing. Uh, there were all ages. People were having a great time. People were kind of there were some people towards the back that were wandering around and having good conversation. You know, moving. It was it was perfect. And did you notice at some point that that something was wrong? Not at all. Um, the, the I think that was the thing that actually um, I wanted to highlight as being as being quite disturbing is that um, from I'm not sure exactly when other people started discovering what was going on, but we were tearing down. We were kind of packing up the stage um, and people were dancing right next to the main stage, um, apparently when it happened. So I only noticed when uh, first responders, when VPD and first, first responders were already there. Um, and I looked up uh, and someone had, people had actually come up to the stage to inform us because the crowd seemed to kind of go away and you would think, 
that's natural. It's the end of the show. We closed Chinatown, um, the Light Up Chinatown Festival. And so it was, a, it was, it, it was very jarring because you just looked up um, and, and, and saw that people were being treated. And I had no idea that that's what had happened to those, those three poor people. Oh, and when so you were told about that, how did that, how did that make you feel? Um, it's, I have to take a deep breath. It's hard to say when, firstly, there are a lot of community organizers in that space. Um, and so there, for me, there were a lot of people that I knew. Um, so my, you know, my mother was there. Um, and so immediately my thought goes straight to where, where is, where is the perpetrator? Where is, how do I keep everyone safe? Where do I put, where do I put people? Um, because people had come specifically to see the show. Um, and so for me, it was kind of a safety thing, making sure that all the people that I knew were here were around me. Um, and then it was making sure that the people were being cared for, which they, they, they were. Thankfully, there was you know, a response within minutes. Um, what I have found since, um, I put a post on my Instagram, my, you know, I checked in with my band. Um, it, it, it keeps uh, coming up. Uh, through you, and I think the body does hold trauma, um, and I can't begin to imagine how the people are feeling, you know, in their physical healing and recovery that were attacked. Um, and I also want to hold that space for the community members that have now come away and have thoughts and feelings that um, they might that might feel like imposterous because you kind of think, well, I'm not the person that got attacked. I don't I don't know how to feel. Um, it's a very, very jarring thing, and that's my personal opinion. But. Yeah. Do Do you think mm. the community is resilient, as you pointed out? Do you, Do you think they will bounce back from this? I absolutely. I mean, bouncing back is a hard. I I don't love that phrase because we we need to move through it. Um, and I think bouncing back is yes, ultimately what what they would do. I would I will hopefully be a very big part of that. Um, when things like this happen it can be really divisive and we can have moments where we point fingers and we try and solve any one problem instead of a complex series of problems, the same way as we think a festival might be one day and it's, and it's a year in the making. Um, I think the thing that I love about this community and having been, uh, having performed and produced shows all around Chinatown is that the people who come and frequent that space really, really invest and, we need for people to want to do that. It's really easy to step away in fear and say, I'm just going to go somewhere else or I'm just going to do something else. But this is living history and the Chinatown Foundation and the people that have come together to produce this event. It's really important to know that we have to move through these things as we move through our lives. It's not about, well, what do I do to solve this problem in this, in this particular space? The problem is that these occurrences happen in shared spaces. And this is one of those shared spaces. So it's up to us to see how we can how we can come together, how we can hold each other, how we can let music and, and arts and performance and 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 literally being with each other, how we can gather together to make this um, something that we can heal from. Well, Christina, well put. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks so much for having me, Simi. We appreciate that. Christina Lau is an artist advocate from Hong Kong who was on stage at the festival uh, when the attacks happened. And I know the big question so many people have is why? 